joining us tonight. A couple of quick announcements. Uh, one exciting thing that we put on Facebook announcement earlier, just a few uh, few hours ago, not even um, two hours ago, we announced that we now have Crossroads Radio. And so you can uh, link into that by going or searching KLRP or just uh, ask Alexa if you have that device. Uh, tune in to KLRP Radio and it'll pull that up. Now, for those of you that live in remote areas, you've told me that because of your internet service, it's been very difficult uh, to pull up the Facebook and so forth. This is gonna help with that because instead of having to download, it's just a direct stream which takes little uh, to no bandwidth. And so just tune in to KLRP. Now, we had hoped to do a drive-in service to help Folks feel a greater sense of belonging, but since we are now shelter in place, we're not able to do that. And so we are glad that you are here. We're praying for you, and we love you. Tonight, I want to go to the Word of God, and there's uh, passages I want to look at. Uh, first part of this, our time tonight, we're going to stick to the Word, and then we're going to go into a time of prayer. And so let's go to, first off, to Deuteronomy 25, Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 4, beginning in verse 25. And as we go there, I want to talk to you tonight about the power of the whole heart. The power of the whole heart. Let's go to the Lord right now. Father, we love you. We magnify your name. And Lord, there's ever an hour, ever a day, Lord God, that we needed you. Lord, it is today. I pray, Father God, that you would right now begin to speak and to encourage and strengthen, Lord, your body, that we may be your witnesses to those, Lord God, in and around our community and our families. And Lord, I just pray tonight for the empowering of your spirit, that we may minister the truth of your word. And I ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would just right now overshadow us and strengthen us in Jesus' name. Now, I want to begin in Deuteronomy, and I want to uh, show you something here. It's an avenue back. As we look here, and we pick up in verse 25 of Deuteronomy uh, chapter 4. It says, When you beget grandchildren and grandchildren and have grown old in the land and act corruptly and make carved image in the form of anything and do evil in the sight of the Lord your God to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. You will not prolong your days in it, but will utterly be utterly destroyed. And the Lord will scatter you among the people, and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will drive you. And there you will serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood, and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. Now notice this, and this is where I want to get to tonight. But from there you will seek the Lord your God. And you will find him if you seek him with all your heart, with all your soul. And when you are in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days, when you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice, for the Lord your God is a merciful God, he will not forsake you nor destroy you nor forget the covenant of your fathers which he swore to them. As we look here and we talk about the whole heart, the Lord was giving Israel 
instruction as they were going to enter into the land of promise. I love the book of Deuteronomy because in Deuteronomy, Moses is giving the final instructions as they are about to cross over the Jordan and begin to possess the land of, of promise. But we see in that that the Lord in his foresight began to say to Israel, look, if you get to the place where I'm no longer singular, the one true God in your life, then things will begin to transpire, begin, things will begin to take place that are not going to be beneficial to you. There are things that will begin to happen in your land. But the Lord said in that, I'm going to, I will give you an avenue by which you can return to me. And that is when you begin to seek me with all of your heart. I believe with all of my heart that the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father himself, is giving an invitation to the church to return to him with all of their heart. That we may display the love and the goodness and the mercy of God in these last days. The Lord is wanting to do a great work. And I believe, even as I see Nehemiah was beginning to intercede and begin to cry out to God on behalf of not only himself, but the entire nation of Israel, he began to cry out to God and he began to repent and ask the Lord to have mercy. I believe it's days where the church needs to cry out to God in mercy. And we need to repent as a people. We need to repent as a nation. We need to repent as the world and cry out to God and say, Lord, we give you our whole heart tonight. Now, Jeremiah 29 is where I want to go next. I want you to look here in Jeremiah 29. It says, for thus says the Lord in verse 10, Jeremiah 29 and 10. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years have been completed for Babylon, I will visit you and fulfill my good word to you to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. Notice this. When you search for me with all of your heart, I will be found of you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Now, that was some time later, events had transpired. Whenever, before they went into the place of promise, the Lord told them, if there ever comes a day where you turn away, you can, I will, if you will turn back to me with all of your heart, then I will restore you. Now, Judah found themselves many, many years later in that particular condition. And there, that passage was given to not only to Israel, to Judah that day, but also for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ today. So that we may intercede on behalf of the world. But what we see in that is that the Lord is asking for a whole heart commitment. Because God has given himself his whole heart for us. And he's not going to settle for anything less. I know that this is a time, and I'm not pointing fingers of blame. Don't, don't take it that way. I'm not saying that it, it, it's some outside individuals or some nation's problem that we are faced with this coronavirus. What I'm asking God is to search my heart.
And Lord, what are you asking from your church and from your people? And the Lord is asking that we, the people of God, would take our whole heart commitment and bring it to the Lord. I do not believe that outside the power of the Holy Spirit that we can give all of our heart to the Lord and fulfill his purpose in our life. I believe there needs to be an interaction between us and seeking after the Lord. In prayer today, I said, Lord, as he was beginning to show and as I was looking for, for, for points in which we could pray about, as we pray for our nation, we pray for our families, we pray for those that are facing this crisis and those that have suffered the loss of loved ones and how they may be comforted in these hours. I said, Lord, what are you looking for? And the Lord said, I'm looking for a whole heart. I'm looking for a whole heart from my church. I said, Lord, what does a whole heart look like? And that's when the Lord took me over to John. And that's where I want to go right now, John 5. And I know we're reading a number of verses, but, uh, but I, I believe it's beneficial. It's something we need tonight. John 5. I believe in, in this passage here, and we could expound even further, but I just want to keep it right here in this, this passage in John as we talk about a whole heart. I want you to look here in John 5. Jesus heals a man on the Sabbath. Can you imagine? He heals a man on the Sabbath, and now the religious community, the Pharisees, they rise up, they want to kill him. They want to destroy Jesus because he, he actually healed someone on the Sabbath. But now we see here in John 5 and 16, John 5 and 16, for this reason the Jews persecuted Jesus. They persecuted him because he healed a man on the Sabbath and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, my father has been working until now. I have been working. Therefore, verse 18, therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, in their opinion, Jesus did not understand. God did not break his own laws. He didn't break the Sabbath. It was only their added requirements to the Sabbath that Jesus did not adhere to. He did not break his own law that he had written. So understand as we look at that passage there. But also said to the, that God was his father. They didn't like the fact that the son was calling the God his father. Making himself equal with God. Verse 19. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, so that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father. Now, as I ask the Lord, what does a whole heart look like? Again, to show me in this passage of Scripture. I want you to notice there what Jesus says. He said, the son can do nothing of himself. The son can do nothing of himself. 
A whole heart is completely dependent upon God. I want to encourage you, as you face uncertain days, let's face those days not in fear, not in, not in terror of our heart, but let's face these days wholly dependent upon the Lord God. That we are depending upon him to lead us and to guide us and show us what it is he wants us to do. I don't believe the Lord wants us to get away from him and try to handle things ourselves. I believe the Lord wants to cry out to him even more so now and say, Lord, I depend upon you. I need you. I can't do this on my own. Lord, open the doors. Lord, protect my family. Protect my church. Protect my community. Lord, we need you in this hour to show us the way. So that we may re unveil and see the glory of God upon the people of God. It says, he said, what he sees the Father do. What he sees the Father do. What is a whole heart? It's one that if you're not looking, you're not going to find. A, a person who is, Jesus said, what I see the Father do. He had to be pursuing, seeking after the will of God. You know, I've heard it said, and I do believe it to be true, that the proof is in the pursuit. The proof is in the pursuit. My passion after God, your passion after God, must align with our pursuit. We must go after God. We must seek for Him. We must look for Him every day and every hour. But see, we can't do this in, in and of ourselves. Jesus is our example of a wholehearted commitment. He, is, he proved that when he came to this earth. He did not do anything but what the Father showed him. Every healing was what the Father showed him to be the Father's will. When he opened his mouth and he ministered the word, he was the very expression of the Father's heart toward humanity. He did so because he was in connection and relationship with the Father. He did all that he did because he was pursuing, he was watching, he was seeking after the Father's will. He said, I only do what the Father shows me. The Son does also in like manner. Let me tell you, Jesus mimicked the Father. Who do we need to mimic? We need to mimic the Father. You may have read the, the, the book that Charles Sheldon wrote years ago, In His Steps. Back, we had this movement, what WWJD, what would Jesus do? I still believe that's the way we need to live. Jesus lived doing what the Father showed him to do. What does a whole heart look like? It's a heart that seeks after God. It's a heart that mimics the Father. It's a heart that goes after the Father. And notice he calls him the Father. A whole heart is a heart that places priority on a relationship with the Father. Priority on the relationship with the Father. Now, my wife and I, we, we jokingly give our description and our definition of priority. Her definition of priority is what you do first. It's the first things, and I absolutely agree. But I also believe that priority has on the flip side of that, it's not only the first thing we do, it's the last thing we give up. Now, this coronavirus is going to stop. 
There will be a day, whatever length of time, that coronavirus is no longer a threat. It's going to end. And my hope and prayer for you today is that you will pursue the Lord now and you will pursue the Lord after. And that he will become your first priority and he'll become the last thing you give up. That we go after God. What does a whole heart look like and what is God looking for? He's looking for a heart that's wholly committed to him. Jesus shows us how to live that life. For the Father loves the Son. A whole heart is in love with the Lord. A whole heart is in love with the Lord. I love what Proverbs 8 and 17 says. I love those who love me. I love those who love me. And those who seek me diligently will find me. I want you to know the Lord loves you. And it's his love shed and brought in our heart, church, by the Holy Spirit that we may effectively love him. Do not try to do this in your own strength. Ask the Lord to, to enable you to give your whole heart to him. Because I have found in my own life that's a difficulty. That if I try to do it out of human will and human effort, I'm going to fall short. God's not looking for us to go through rituals and routines and try to find some means or measures by which we can measure up so that we can feel worthy of God. What he's asking for is a relationship with him and to give our whole heart to God. The Father, as Jesus said, my Father has been working until now, and I have been working. What does a whole heart look like? It's a whole heart that seeks to know God, and it's a heart that seeks to go for God. And so, church, let me encourage you. In this short and just simple teaching, I do believe that we have a power, and that power is originated at the cross when Jesus Christ gave his life for our sins. And now we have a mandate, a commission, a calling to now to begin to cry out to God, to stand in the gap and hold up the hedge, to lift up this world that is in need. There are a lot of folks that are panicking right now. There are a lot of folks that are, that are scared of tomorrow. They need a wholehearted commitment from you and from me to say, God, I want all of you. Lord, take all of me. I give you my whole heart. And what we see in the passages that we read in Jeremiah and Deuteronomy is when we seek God with all of our heart, God comes through and God will prevail in these areas through you and through, I, through me. Let me say to you, the word whole means this. It means all of or the entirety of. What is God after? He's not after a, uh, 95% of my heart. He's not after 97% of my heart. He's not after 99%. He's after 100% all of it. And when you and I give God 100% of our heart, I love the other two definitions of whole as well. The whole means the all of or the entirety of, but it also means a thing that is complete. I mean, I do believe as we, the body of Christ, give all of our heart to God, that we're going to find our completeness in Him. It also means to be physically, emotionally, and mentally sound. That we 
can be complete in the Lord as we give him the hold of our heart. Now, if you will, I want you to find a place. If you want to stand, you can stand in your home. You can lift your hands. I want us to begin to pray tonight. I want to use Jeremiah 29, the verses that I've just read to you. I want to use that as a prayer model tonight. There's only a, two or three of the guys that are here tonight, and if they will, just want you to stand, and we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Let me read it to you again in Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, verses 10 through 14. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years have been completed for Babylon... I will visit you and fulfill my good word to you, to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search me with all of your heart. And I will be found by you, declares the Lord. I will restore your fortunes. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from where I sent you into exile. Today, Tonight, I want us to begin. I want us to pray three things tonight. And then we're going to pray over those that are on the front lines. We're going to pray for those that are suffering from this, this disease. I want us to pray for our world leaders. But tonight, I want us to pray first off. Let's, let us pray a prayer of, that Nehemiah prayed. Let's begin to pray a prayer of repentance. I want you to let the Lord search your heart right now. And I want you to let him to begin to speak to you. And if you're holding back some portion, I want you to give it up tonight. Because it's not just you, it's so many others that need to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ coming through you. I want this right now. Would you pray in your own way and let the Lord search you and tell God that you're giving him all of your heart. God is ready to hear and to receive your heart. Father, we come before you and Lord God, we ask tonight. Lord, as we come before the throne of grace, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Lord, forgive us, God, for allowing idols to be set up in our hearts, in our homes, in our church, in our community, in our, in our nation, in this world. Lord, we stand, Lord God, asking you to search us, Lord God. Let the light of your word, God, go into the, Lord, into the very dark places of our heart and illuminate and let us see, God, what you see in us. Lord, we pray, Almighty God, that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. That, Lord God, the words of our mouth and the meditation, Lord God, of our heart may be acceptable in your sight. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would forgive, Lord God. Lord, for us knowing to do good and not doing it, Lord God, and that being sin unto us. Lord, we pray, Almighty God, that, Lord, we have as a church, Lord God, have become more seeker-sensitive than we have become spirit-sensitive, Lord. I ask in the name of Jesus that you would bring forth a conviction, Lord God, in these final hours, that you would bring a conviction, Lord Lord, in these last days uh, that will cause men and women to understand, uh, Lord God, where they are. And Lord, 
what is going on in their life. And that, Lord, that you're reaching down with a lifeline of hope to bring, Lord God, your church up. That, Lord God, bring the people around us up into a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord God, we repent tonight, Lord, of every hidden sin. As the church of Jesus Christ, we repent, Lord, tonight of all, Lord God, false doctrine, Lord, that has come across the pulpits of America. Lord God, we repent tonight trying to take you and form you into our image and losing the power of the Spirit of God. Lord, you will not reconcile to us. And Lord God, we ask for forgiveness forever, believing, Lord God, that you would. But Lord, we will reconcile into your image. And Lord, therein will we find the power and the truth and the might and the joy for living. Lord God, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, on behalf of humanity, Lord God, in all the debauchery, Lord God, all of the sins, Lord, we ask, oh God, that you would have mercy, Lord, in these last days, we pray. In these last days, we pray. God, we ask for mercy, Lord. You showed us mercy 2,000 years ago. Lord, would you die upon a cross for all sins, past, present, and future. And Lord, we cry to you tonight, Lord God. Lord, we ask, oh Lord God, let the hand of grace reach out again, Lord. Oh, Father, forgive us. Forgive us, Lord God. And Lord Jesus, we pray that you would forgive those for they know not what they do. They are blinded in their sin, Lord God. Let them find freedom, Lord. I believe, almighty God, there's coming a freedom, Lord, in these last days. Lord, a freedom to worship, a freedom to walk, a freedom, Lord, to talk. Lord God, a freedom, Lord God, that doesn't crave sin, that does not long after the things of the world, but Lord God, a Lord of freedom, Lord God, where we enter into worship and we magnify the living God. Lord, I believe that you're going to show up in a mighty way in these last days, Lord God. That, Lord, though it's not your will, Lord God, you're going to use, Lord God, this for your will. In the church of Jesus Christ, of the living God. We give you our whole heart. We give you our whole heart. We give you our past. Some of you need to let go of your past right now. Give it to him. It's been clouding your vision for too long. You've been dictating your future by the things that happened to you in the past. Right now, give him your past. He wants it all. He wants the past. Right now, let it go. In the name of Jesus, we give you our past. All of our failures, all of our successes, all of our regrets all of our worries, all of our cares, God. Lord God, all of the things, Lord God, that are hidden deep in the crevices of our imagination and our memories, Lord God, we give to you and we ask, Father God, that you will take it all and use it for your good. Lord, we give you our present, Lord God. We give you every moment of our day. Lord, we surrender, Lord God, to you, Lord God, our very present, Lord, that, Father, we may be you of you, Lord, in a mighty way. And Lord, we give you our future. Lord, in the plans that you have for us. Oh, merciful God. Merciful God. Right now, church, I want you to begin to pray. Begin to pray as we have cried out to God in repentance. I want you to pray right now. I want you to pray that the Lord, knowing he has plans, let's pray, God, give us revelation. 
Let us see, Lord, Lord God, you want us to see. Give us revelation. Lord, what is your plan? That's what we're after. Right now, begin to pray. Let the Spirit lead you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now, Lord God, that you would reveal Lord, reveal, Almighty God, Lord, what you want to do in us and through us, Lord God, in these last days. Lord Jesus, we pray right now that you would bring revelation knowledge. Lord, we can't know, Lord God, what we do not know if you do not reveal to us. Lord, take what has not been known. And Lord God, open it up to the heart of your children. You said, Lord God, without faith it is impossible to please you. To they that come to you must believe that you are and that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you, Lord God. I believe, Father, there's a reward coming to the diligent seekers. I believe there's revelation going to begin to be spoken forth from the pulpits of America and, Lord God, Canada and Mexico. Lord God, in South America, Lord God. I believe there's going to be revelation come from Africa and China. Lord God, in Europe. Lord God, in every point of this earth. I believe that, Lord Lord, you're going to roar in Zion again. You're going to declare your truth, Lord, to the nations. Lord God, we magnify your name. And Lord, we believe that, Lord, you're revealing yourself. Lord, there are those that are lost. They are a way that the enemy wants to drag off deeper into, Lord God, the pit of regret, the pit of remorse. Wants to shackle them with more chains. In the name of Jesus, let them come to the revelation. Oh, my God, let them come to the revelation that you are greater, you are mightier than the problem, that Lord God, you have cleansed them from their sins. Lord, I believe there's going to be a revealing, Lord, as we, Father God, begin to see, Lord, what you put priority on. And Lord God, the main thing shall remain the main thing. And Lord, the main thing is the will of the Father. And the will of the Father is to set free. And the will of the Father is to deliver. And the will of the Father is to restore. Oh, mighty God you are worthy you are worthy you are worthy Lord God Father we thank you Lord for your goodness we thank you Lord God for your grace Lord Jesus, we repent, and Lord, we believe that you are enabling us to give you all of our heart. And Lord, we believe that right now, right now, Almighty God, right now, right now, Lord Jesus, we believe that you are moving and moving in a mighty way. And Lord Jesus, we believe tonight that, Lord, you're going to restore you're going to restore. God is restoring right now, church. God is restoring right now, church. He's restoring your confidence. He's restoring your faith. He's restoring your home. He's restoring your relationships. The Lord said if we would give him all of our heart, he says here in his word, I will be found of you, declares the Lord, and I will restore. I believe God is restoring right now. Lord Jesus, we love you and we magnify you. There's some things that have been lost. There's some peace that has been lost. There's some joy that's been lost. There's some fortunes that have been lost. And I believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that Lord you're restoring you're restoring, you're restoring Lord the whole heart has found the power of the Lord. The whole heart has found the repentance of the Lord. The whole heart has found the restoration of the Lord. It comes forth as we call out to you and say oh God all of me for 
all of you. And Lord Jesus, there's a restoring. There is a restoring. There's a restoring of the power of God to the church. There's a restoring, Lord God, of the mercy of the Lord in the church. Lord, there will be great grace poured out in these last days like we've never seen before. In the name of Jesus, restore. Restore. Somebody right now. You're sitting in a place and there's a relationship that has been seemed to have been crippled and crushed. I believe the Lord's restoring relationships right now. Just begin to believe it. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, uh, Lord, we give you our whole heart. We repent of our sins. Uh, and Lord, I believe that relationships right now, relationships, Lord God, Lord, this worldwide epidemic, Lord God, has brought into clarity what is important. We, Lord, Lord, brings into clarity what is important. And Lord Jesus, I believe there's a relationship right now between a son and a mother. Between a son and a mother is being restored. Between a husband and a wife is being restored. Between a father and a son is being restored right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe, Lord God, that there is a restoration that is taking place. Lord, I believe tonight as we pray that, Lord, there are bodies that have been afflicted with this disease that, Lord, are being restored in Jesus' name. Right now, I want you to pray with me. Let's pray for healing. Let's pray for healing. Let's first all pray against this virus, this corona. Virus, let's right now disagree with me. There's power and agreement, church. We believe it. Father, in the name of the living God, we come against, by the blood of Jesus Christ, this coronavirus. We pray a hedge of protection around the body of Christ, around the harvest of Jesus. We pray right now, Father God, that those that have been afflicted, Lord, will find immediate comfort in their bodies. And Lord, let them just wake up, and Lord God, and be renewed in their spirit and in their heart and in their body, Lord God. Let their whole body be healed in Jesus' name. Family members that have been afflicted in Jesus name we speak healing over them and pray God that you will restore we pray for those who have lost loved ones because of this disease that they would feel the comfort that only you can give that no words spoken over them Lord God will comfort them like your spirit will comfort them Lord I ask in the name of the Lord Jesus for protection right now pray with me God we pray for protection for those that are on the front line we pray for our medical personnel we pray pray, Father God, for those uh, food, Lord God, distributors. We pray for the truck drivers. We pray, Father God, for those that are grocers. We pray, Father God, for those that are in the public every day. We pray that you will protect them, that, Lord, that you will speak to their heart and let them know that, Lord, their protection, Father, comes from you, that you are guarding them, that you are protecting them, that, Lord, we don't, we give credit, Lord God, to you and you alone for your healing hand and your protection. And Lord, we ask it tonight. Father, we lift up our world leaders, our state leaders, Lord God. We lift up our local leaders, Lord, that Father, that you would guide them in godly kingdom wisdom, Lord, that they would seek you first, Lord God, and they would find, Father, that you will lead them, Lord God, in a path that will lead to the answers 
that they're searching for. Lord, we pray, Father God, that this pandemic, Lord, would be stopped. That, Lord, there would be no more new cases and no more lives taken. But, Lord, we speak against this curse from hell. We speak against this virus that is attacking and causing fear to run rampant in the land. In Jesus' name we pray. Believe, Father God, that you're going to bring protection. Father, we pray, Lord God. I got word tonight just before I came in. I was not able to confirm these stories, but I want us to pray tonight. I, I heard word that missionaries and pastors in India were being attacked. And I want to, uh, as I said, this is an unconfirmed story, but I want to I pray for all of our missionaries, those especially that may be under persecution right now. And let's pray in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of the Lord God, we pray for, Lord, every born-again, blood-bought, pastor, missionary, Lord, evangelist, Lord, minister, church member, Lord God, Christian throughout the world, that, Lord, those that are facing severe persecution, that, Lord, that you would cause your angels, Lord, to be dispatched, to build a hedge of protection around them and to keep them. And, Father, we ask these things in your name. Lord, we pray for our Assembly God world missionaries that they would be comforted by your spirit and that, Lord, that you would lead them in every step that they are to take. And, Father, we ask these things in your name. And, Lord, we pray by the power of your spirit that, Lord God, whatever prediction there is about the, about the stop of the spread of this virus, that it will be shortened, that it will be shortened, Lord God, and that, Lord, you will bring about miracles, signs, and wonders in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I praise you, and I thank you, Lord, for this night. Thank you, Lord, for those that have gathered to listen and those that, who will listen to this broadcast. And, Lord, let this power of your Spirit be evident and rest upon them. In Jesus' name, we love you. We praise you. Thank you once again for joining us during this time of teaching and preaching. Let me encourage you to, if you're not currently getting our announcements on Facebook or uh, by email, please, if you will, uh, contact the church. We'll get you on the email list. And if any time you need prayer on our Facebook, I want to encourage you to go to the private messenger and make your request there. If you've given to your heart to the Lord and you've asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior and you need some further instruction, please uh, private message us uh, on Facebook, Crossroads Church Greenville, and uh, we want to connect with you. We want to keep you informed of what's going on, and we just want you to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Now, tomorrow night... Uh, we're going to upload some more teachings. In fact, Andrea has a, a fantastic teaching on a lot of the thing out of Jeremiah and some, some other areas of the word. And so tomorrow, um, sometime tomorrow, we're going to upload that message on the Facebook. And also we'll have it on our new radio station, which is KLRP, that you'll find online. God bless you. We love you. Thank God for you. And those of you that have been asking, and we're appreciative that you are, uh, how do we pay our tithe? You can mail it in to our P.O. Box uh, 1312, Greenville, Texas, and just mark it tithe. And I believe the zip on that is 75403, 75403. Or you can give text to give 76959. 
uh, CRC, text to that number I just said, the prompt will come up and you can click on that prompt and it'll take you to the giving site. Or you can go directly to crossroadschurchgreenville.com, go to our giving page and you can give your tithe there. God bless you. We'll see you back here Sunday morning live at 1030. Have a great rest of the week and call on us if you need us. God bless you.